Welcome to another episode of Real Dad Movement Podcast. The point and purpose of these episodes, as always, is to have a point and purpose towards helping you win the second half in life by building a path of becoming the best father, husband, man and member of your community that you can be. We do this with various ways of connecting. Life is connection. And as you hear these words spoken time and time again, know that the driving force of connection in life is energy. Which means that how you turn up as a father, as a husband, as a valued member of society, will always start and end with how you turn up as a man within yourself first. This is why it's my mission, my purpose, our mission, our purpose, through Real Dad Movement to inspire, motivate, educate and guide you into thoughts, feelings, actions and a change in your belief systems to rise up, cut the shit from your life, and live and leave a real legacy. When dads win, everyone wins. And when you win, I win. Let's get moving forward, mate. Right here, right now. Here we are, another podcast episode with one of the most amazing men I've ever met in my life and you know it's really interesting I, I think this is a bit of a public well firstly welcome welcome Amesbury to the to the show mate love love having you here and thank you for joining us thanks Al good to be here awesome to be <laughs> absolutely man I'm, I'm really excited for, for this episode it's something that I've wanted to do I think since you joined really that the first <laughs> I remember the first chat we had I was like fuck man I'm gonna give this on kind of podcast he's just he's just um Oh, mate, just a, a, a whole a whole different level of, uh, of of you know energy and um just genuineness. Not not that other guys aren't. It's just um it, it was really interesting our our conversation aims that we had and and here we are now you know being on the inside and I think it's um the, the first of many years we'll probably spend together, mate. But just as a yeah. a public service announcement, mate, you know like I've, I've decided Amesbury that I'm going to change RDM and for those guys listening to this, I'm going to change the name to the No Amesbury's Club and. Two reasons for that, mate. Just hear me out. <laughs> one, there can be only one because it's Amesbury, so we're allowed That's to have right. one. And yes. two, mate, you are absolutely irreplaceable, man. Like you're just such a fucking legend of a bloke, you know. I, I, I think <laughs> Thanks, of, if anyone else in the world has the name Amesbury, because it's a very unique name to me, um, they're an imposter. <laughs> now, now we'll get all the Amesbury's all over the world sending me a yeah. emails. <laughs> but, um, Definitely. Oh mate, it's. I'd love to. Obviously, we'll start with your story, mate, and you know a bit of a yeah. background of of, your, of yourself and history for for our listeners, both members and non-members. You know, the tribe's pretty tight, and, and I know that the, the tribesmen on the inside, they they love to hear these stories with the other fathers who've done podcasts with me, and you know, diving into, I guess you know your background, your history, and and running through you know, a lot of the modern day challenges that we do face, because you've definitely got some good wisdom, some good key points, and golden nuggets that our listeners will take from this all the guys watching on, on YouTube and, you know, mate, it's, like I said, it was a really fascinating conversation. I think when we, yeah. I think when we started from memory, you'd already listened to a lot of podcast episodes, but I think I, I think I spent most of our consultation trying to slow you down, mate, because you're already <laughs> in. You're like, mate, I'm in now. This is it. I'm, I'm on. What do we do? Yes. I'm like, mate, you know, hang on a minute. I need to, I need to make sure we can help you. I want to make sure that you actually do like me and like us and we connect and that. <laughs> And you know, but um, Buckles is one of the best calls ever, man. And here we are. But, yeah. but mate, 
yeah, welcome. Love to love to start with yourself, yeah. Ames, and you know some of your background. Oh, thanks, Al. That's uh, yeah, really nice what you've said, mate. Um, appreciate it heaps. And yeah, like you said, I I, I did feel like I was already in. You know, I had you. I don't know if you've seen the movie The Lawnmower Man, but I was listening to your podcast over and over and over again. <laughs> you know that '80s movies where he's listening to it all. But I, I probably listened to a hundred episodes from oh, January to early February before I joined RDM. And I had you on in the morning and at night, and then I'd have you on at lunchtime at work. So probably three episodes, three three podcasts a day. So I got through quite a lot. But uh, yeah, I um just on my name as well. I do get a lot of lot of questions. Uh, yeah, where it comes from and the the origin of it. So Ainsbury. And I'm glad you said no more Ainsbury's, but when I was born, um, my, my my mum's Indian and my dad's Aussie um, as her- heritage, and uh, my name is uh, so it's it's Ainsbury, which is a very English English name actually, and uh, mm. they were teachers in Papua New Guinea. I was born in Papua New Guinea, and uh, their principal of the school, his name was John Ainsbury. And basically, when I was born, he sent a letter to my parents. And on this letter, still at home in mum and dad's filing cabinet, is, you know, he felt very honoured to have someone named after him. And he'd been researching around the world at the time. This is the early, early 70s. And um, he had found that there was 11 other Amesbury's in the world. But to his recollection and what he'd studied, they all had the surname of Amesbury. And I was the very first Christian name Ainsbury, and uh, you know I was thinking wow. oh, for the podcast one in four billion. So I look back at the population when, when I was what? born. <laughs> uh, yes. one in four billion. <laughs> Why did, that's a great episode name. I think yeah. we're on with that one. One in four billion. So, but, um, yeah, that, yeah. So that's you awesome. know, like yeah, I've always had had that. And thinking, oh yeah, that, it's something. It's a great name, and yeah, really happy with it. And it's kind of made me who I am, I suppose, in a way. You know, a name, I suppose, but. Um, take nothing away from Alex's or Jason's or anyone else. <laughs> but, uh, but um, mate, my, yeah, had a look at. Grew up um, in in Queensland. My my parents, uh, yeah, love love the best. Great role models. Uh, both teachers. So yeah, I've got a brother as well. He works for uh, Mount Isa Mines up in up in Mount Isa, and I'm in Melbourne now. But yeah, growing up was great because mum and dad would have holidays because they were teachers, and we'd have great family holidays together and do do lots of travelling around and, and things like that. And uh, my dad played uh, rugby for New South New South Wales Rugby Union for uh, New South Wales high schools, and he has a massive uh, love for sport. And I I, had, I got that from my dad, you know, like seeing him watching sport and playing sport and things like that. So I got into, you know, you give me a. A badminton bat, I'll play badminton. They give me a tennis racket, I'll play tennis. I played a lot of rugby, I played uh, cricket as well. So I really grew up, you know, playing lots of sport with my brother in the backyard and cricket and things like that and had a great kind of, uh, you know, primary school, high school type of thing in Queensland. Um, after that, went to uni and I, I suppose I stuck with rugby union a bit and I, I kind of, Played. Um, I was captain of the Warwick uh, Rugby Union team, which is up in, in Queensland for under nineteen, and I was able to make up there around Toowoomba and all those kind of regional areas. They have a Darling Downs team, so I made the Darling Downs team as a halfback and made the South Queensland team. So I kind of really kind of like enjoyed my footy and rugby and team sports and and, and that type of stuff. Um, eventually, you know, you finish uni and uh, you start working and. I ended up um, moving from Brisbane uh, down to Melbourne and 
my mum, uh, being, being an Indian, has lots of relatives and friends and rang up a second cousin and <laughs> I moved down here with like a, a briefcase, basically, uh, just a bag and she found a second cousin for me to, to live with and moved down to Melbourne and um, basically the the footy and the sport and all that started dropping off a bit and um, I kind of made a group of mates and obviously making a, bit, a little bit of money uh girls start coming into the equation and <laughs> drinking and the mates that I that I have and had you know back then too we had this motto that was EL and what did that mean enjoy life so we made sure we enjoyed life so whenever we were going to stay home and you know not not do anything or you know someone's oh let's go out to the pub or something come on EL EL guys all right enjoy life and it's all about the memories you know so having that as a motto didn't save much money <laughs> we were going out, going out a lot and enjoying ourselves and um yeah that that was probably my 20s to my 30s I played a bit of cricket a little bit of footy but not much and um and then yeah, you get to that late kind of 30s or you hit 30 and you're like, oh, I've got better do something about my life now and get a bit more serious with my career. And um, so then I, I was working for Coles Meyer back then or West Farmers and kind of succeeded into good level roles um, through there. Met my wife, who's absolutely uh, awesome. I uh, love her the bits and uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely talk about her a bit more. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we got we got married and, and over that time I kind of, I'd started a cricket club, which you know, I'm really proud of, the Thornbury Turf Strokers they're called. And basically that was an indoor cricket club and we took it outdoors. So having to organise, you know, an oval uh, turf curator, pitches and getting that all set up was massive and I love that team kind of bonding with, with everyone too so I was president for five years and kind of did that uh my wife got uh we, you know, having our son got pregnant and I was like okay I've got to give this away I go back to focusing on, on the work and had a very kind of uh, high level role in West Farmers looking after a division a homewares division for one of their department stores and good job uh very political and it kind of, oh, I think, took a drain, drain on me. So sport dropped off, exercising dropped off, and uh, just burning the candles on on both ends. Al, I, uh, I kind of, you know, the motto of, um, you know, sleep. You can sleep when you when you die. Was kind of what I what I had in my head, and it was like, okay, I've got to, you know, I'm going to have to work. I was working night. I was working late at night, starting work early. So everything was about, you know, as we say in RDM service and just just work and not much family time, just kind of weekends. But on the weekends, I'd be sleeping or tired and not doing too much. And um, for myself, you know, nothing really, to be honest. Um, I uh, started putting on weight. Um, I remember one night my young fella, he was three years old and he, kind of came into the office where, where I am now and, you know, he's kind of wanting to play. I played with him for five minutes thinking that's that's my job done, better get back to work. And he just wanted to keep on playing. And I, I remember I got really upset because I had this important meeting the next day and um, he started crying and, you know, my wife had to take him to bed and I was just like looking at the computer going, this this just isn't what I, what I want. This isn't what life's about, you know. Um, so I kind of, yeah, I... I was able to kind of change roles and working for a family company now that's awesome culture, you know, a great, great business. So I did that change, but still very busy. 
and I couldn't kind of fit in exercise. I used to say to my wife, I need to start exercising, I need to start doing something. And I couldn't find the time out. I was just like, I don't have time to, to do it. Not thinking, oh, you can wake up early in the morning or some of the other principles I've learned in RDM now. But I um I was just I was probably 87 kilos on I'm 168 centimetres. I like to say I'm 170 centimetres. I know Cowman thinks I'm smaller. <laughs> but, um, but um, you know, 168 and 87 kilos. And I was probably looking at, like, hitting 90 kilos to, in two weekends' time, if you could look at it like that. I was just kind of eating kind of food. It wasn't too bad food, I suppose, but, you know, my mother-in-law does make nice cakes, so I was having a cake to treat myself because I've been working really hard. So I was, I was, you know, just a little bit of that on the weekend, but I was just – I could see myself going towards that 90 kilos, 92. My energy was was lacking. Um, I was tired. Um, you know, I – my son, so I was able to play with him more, but when I played with him, I could probably last five minutes out and I'd just have to sit down and, you know, then I'd wait and rest and then I'd be able to play with him again. And that was probably a big motivation for me to get fitter because I'm like, he was three, four, five, you know, get, getting older and I'm like, I want to be able to do things with him and not feel tired. And um, that Christmas of 2019, I kind of went up to Queensland to visit my parents and family and cousins and every time I went out for a meal or a dinner, I get a little tap on my stomach from a cousin or someone and they're touching my stomach. Oh, yeah, you go, mate. You, you put on a bit of weight there, you know. And, yeah, I got, got back to Melbourne after that trip and I was like, I've got to do something. And lo and behold, I don't know how you do it. You got this magical touch because I've heard other guys on podcasts, but you you popped up, mate, on, on my Facebook account. And, um, you know, I uh, I listened to your message just and everything you said in it was relatable. If you're feeling tired, you're lacking energy, you know, you want to, you, you need some life balance. All those things were related to me. And I remember that's when I started listening to your podcast. Okay, I listened to this podcast. And one of the things in your one of your early podcasts, you kind of said that you'd set the guys inside the tribe. Let's do a 10K for 10 days. So walking 10,000 steps over 10 days, you know, this is back early in January. And I thought oh, I could do that. So every night when the sun, when my son went to bed, I'll be walking around my suburb uh, doing 10,000 steps because it wouldn't be much during the day, you know, 2,000 maybe max or something. So I'd every night do 10,000. And it just got me going, listening to your podcast. And, you know, a couple of times I was like, oh, I should email this guy or I'll give you a call and whatnot. And um, eventually, yeah, after the 100 podcast, which I wish I'd done it a lot earlier, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I gave you, I remember, I remember that call too, mate, and I did. I was just, I was nervous. I was like, I just want to be into this group because um, I know the benefits I could get out of it. Yeah, so that kind mm. of brings me to, yeah, before and, I joined, yeah. And now you're on a podcast, mate, with me. Yeah, I know. You, I'm, I'm curious, mate, are you going to go um, – I don't think I've got a bad voice, but I don't really like fuck listen to myself enough. Not not that I speak a, a lot, but when I do this, I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't want to listen to myself saying the same words again. But um, are you going to listen to this one, mate? Hundred gonna... percent, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two or three times. <laughs> oh shit! But um, yeah, that's a crack up. Well, yeah. you probably you probably either got got used to and and, and loved the voice, mate, or um. <laughs> Or, or you hated it, but I guess you must, you must have enjoyed it. But um, I did. I enjoyed that, it. There was right, right, right in the middle of when you said you started listening to the podcast a lot. I remember this one night, someone was tapping on the window. I'm just curious, mate. But you're in Victoria, so you would have had to travel a fair bit, right? And I'm just kidding. 
Uh, Al, it's me. Al, it's yeah. me. I just want to say good day. I like your podcast. Amy's very happy. Uh, no, I, I remember when I called you that first time, and and I was maybe five minutes uh, late or something, and you're like, "Where are you, mate?" I'm like, "Oh, no, I'm, I'm in Melbourne." Oh, mate, no, nah, you have to come into the office to see me. You know that, <laughs> and then and then you started laughing because you know. You know. <laughs> And I was like, right. oh, no, I've messed this up. I should have flown to Sydney. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Craig up, man. Craig up. Um, isn't, it, isn't it funny, Ames? I, really, that, that's a great um, great insights to, to your, your story so far, mate, and, and the shares. And isn't it crazy, man? Like, it really is like a bit of a whirlwind. You, you're sort of, when I say invincible, it's not like I'm going to go out and jump off cars and start fights and no one will hurt me. It's just a bit of a... It really is an unknown of the knowns that can pull us down when we have children, when we have responsibilities, when there's you know skin in the game with life, whether it's um, money, relationships. We, we just don't know. It's, people say they think they're invincible when they're young. I don't think it's necessarily that. Like I don't look at every young person and think they're just you know arrogant and think they can fucking you know do anything and not be hurt. It's just it's just really interesting, mate. How we we mm. do all these different things in our twenties and then. Most fathers, when we see they get into their 30s, uh, you can start to see things slow down. But a lot of fathers, as they get into their late 30s, the cracks start to appear. And then in their mid to late 40s, it's like escaping holes as some of them have fallen down and there's breakdowns and all other things. And you look at it and you think it's a long time, but it isn't, is it, Ames? Because here we are right here and now. So it was like yesterday at our consult, but then here we are now. And then we'll blink and it'll be 2024. And then we'll blink and it'll be 2028. And when you see that and recognise how fast time is, yeah, you know, thinking of the future and looking back on the past, it paints a long picture. So every time we sort of think about our life, we're thinking in 80-year blocks, but essentially it's actually really, really small. And and that's why I think that coupled with, um, you know, every year it seems like it goes faster, right? I don't know if you feel yeah. the same. Yeah, definitely. Often. Even with COVID, with everything, I'm like every year yes. it gets faster. And I think it's a pure mathematical formula because percentage-wise, every year of your life is less compared to the rest you've already lived. So a perfect example is, you know, when Stella turned five, she went from four to five. That's a 20% jump. So one year is a long period yeah. of time. That's 20% yeah. that she's lived. Roman going from one to two, that one to two would probably seem slow in perspective because that's 50% of his life so far. I don't yeah. know if you agree, man. but I, I do, no. I'm yeah, like, you know, so, so when you're 70 and you turn 71, like it's 100 divided by 71 times one, it's like, well, that's fuck all. It's like 1.3 yes. in your life. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? definitely. But yeah, I've um, definitely thought of that too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I thought I was invincible out. Like, I, and yeah, even with the fitness, and, and like you said, it just turns like that. Like one year you're 2Ks heavy, another year you're another 2Ks, and it just happens over time, you know, and then all of a sudden you go, oh, yeah, I stopped looking at myself in the mirror, you know, as much as, I'm kind of again. I'm looking at myself again. Going, ah, I'm looking looking all right, but I, I know I definitely wasn't looking at myself as as much as um, you know I, I, I was when I was fit. Not I, I thought you know well, when I want to get fit, I'll just get fit. It'll be easy. I can do it in in a month or two months. I'll do this, you know these dad board challenges or whatever, and I'll get back on track. But it just it never it never happened. And, and doing it the RDM way, I know it's the, the right way. And I've seen massive benefits from it as well. So yeah, it's that invincibility of being being young and you're still think you still got it or you can stand in front of the mirror and you suck your gut in a bit oh yeah no it's still still all right i'm looking all right you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You can yourself. yeah man and it and then it gets it, it does get tough like how did not not that i'm always here to try and i mean i'm never here to make a, a dad feel bad but like 
I know when I've dropped the ball with, with my kids because no one's perfect, but yeah. how, how did it make you feel, man? Like, as you felt you sort of started to slip, and I guess some of those experiences you described with the young bloke, with your son, he's mm-hmm. a little champion, um, and just yourself, your health, like, how'd that make you feel, mate, when you're sort of going down that path that I guess a lot of people do, unfortunately? No, I felt bad. I felt really bad, Al. I just, um, I... I was, you know, so Saturdays and Sundays, literally I could, we'd do something in the morning and I was, was Saturday afternoon, I've got to go have a rest. Sunday I'd have to have a rest. Unless we had something on or a function or whatever, you know, and then the little guy, I want to go to the park, let let me have my rest first, I need my rest, you know, and I was missing that time and I wasn't kind of scheduling in time to do those things with him too. Like, yeah, you know what, mate, Saturday we're going to go to the park, then we're going to the pool, then we're going to do stuff that I do now. Um, I was kind of like, uh, I've got to watch the footy too, mate, the, the Hawks are playing or this is playing and that. And, um, yeah, I, I felt bad and even with my wife, you know, I kind of, um, I was like, I'll look after the outside, you know, you look after him. So she was doing the cooking, washing, all this stuff, and I could have been helping out more, but in my mind I was like, no, no, I'm working hard enough, I'm doing long hours. I'm doing it for the family, you know, doing it for the right reasons, but they weren't getting the best of me. Uh, definitely not getting the best of me at all. But that energetic dad, the fun dad, the happy dad would come out, but it wasn't as much as it does now, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And it's it's a special thing, isn't it, man? Like even with some of the data we track on the inside, it asks questions about spending time with family. What did you do with them? Because Sometimes there are opportunities that we don't know what they will specifically look like, but the stepping stone to create that opportunity just brings it to life. And what I mean by that, Ames, is you getting fitter, healthy and stronger starts to open up a door and it's like this day, you know, May May 11th at fucking 1.30pm, I had this experience with my son. You know why? Because I could yeah. and because I was there. And, and you, but you can't see that when you're in the now as a current version of who you are and it's never that you're not enough, but you're right, mate. When you're tired or lethargic, um, you know, run down with the, with the kids, it's not that you're necessarily saying no to them. You're saying no to the opportunities of what you could create and the experiences you could have with them that you and I both know, mate, we never get back because they will be the next year older and the next yeah. year older and the next year older. And it doesn't matter how much um, money you have or how much love you have when they're fucking 30 years of age, you can't pull them back to three or 13. No, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something that you said, um, Al, is like uh, there's a time when you can't throw your kids up in the air. You know, you won't be able to. Anymore. Oh, oh, that's always in the back of my mind from whatever, you know, you, you, you've, you said it or you've said it a couple of times. So now my, most days I will grab, grab you and I throw him up in the air, you know. <laughs> so, mm. you know, it is, it is all those little things that I know. But, you know, and I know when I was young when my dad did that to me, like, and I still remember being up on his, when you lie back and their hands are up and you're like an aeroplane and those type of things and how you remember those things. So I, I definitely now I, I do all those type of things with him and, and I know he's just got the biggest smile on his face and, and loves it, yeah. It's very surreal, man. Like when you, when you, like you said, you get those memories and uh, it wasn't me, me that said that, but I'll claim ownership. And yeah. if, the member, if, if the member who said it, this is this podcast, I'll let him pull me up on it. But, um, yeah, there will come a day when you can't throw your kids up in the air anymore. That's, that's pretty mm. confronting. Um, you know, as, as soon as he told me that, I uh, straight away just went and did a gym session. I'm like, I'm going to be fucking 80, 80 years old and full of muscle and I'm still going to be able to throw my daughter up at 50 years of age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but but it's true, man. But what, what I was saying before about it being surreal is uh, I went past my, my hometown. I grew up in, in Penrith. I went past there um, a couple of weeks ago 
and drove literally I, I lived in Sinclair, so I was just off the freeway and I drove literally past a turn off which is a couple of streets away, just off Explorers Way, and I just was like driving past the old footy oval where we played soccer, the old cricket nets, because they're all sort of on the freeway. You can sort of see the parks off the freeway in the M4. And I was just like, fuck, man, that, that just feels like a lifetime ago. It, it aims. It feels like a lifetime. It, it feels like separate lives. It really does. When you look at – maybe it happens as you get older. There's sort of chunks between, you know, 30 and or 25 and 50 is a chunk. Maybe between 57 and 80 feels like a chunk of your life. But that that childhood, man, I'm like – Fuck, I've got a shitload of memories now that I had of my father at my age, obviously, and coupled with what I experienced as a child, and now my children are going through those experiences. Mm. Life's a really strange thing, man. Like, not to get deep, but it's mm. but it is deep. It's, it's yeah. Who has time to fuck around, Ames? You know, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how much people waste. It, Definitely, it really yeah, yeah. I, I was wasting time now. Yeah, I. Uh, before I joined, I, you know, I was that guy that would have been on the deathbed kind of saying, you know, yeah, this is a good Netflix movie to watch. <laughs> you know, like I, I, you know, I kind of, yeah, I was watching way too much TV and, and, and news as well, you know. The um, the TV was on and I'd have to watch the news, I'd have to read the paper and kind of that's, I, I still keep them informed but not as much as I used to. Like why listen to the morning news on the radio, listen to the 5 o'clock, you know, I, I just, I, I don't do that a, a, anymore and that's mm. saved me so much time and I get, I get home, the phone goes away and it's, it is such family time. I just love it. I haven't got that distraction of, of the news on or the TV show that I want to watch or anything like that. It's so... We're playing Monopoly tonight. We're going to play, you know, tomorrow I'm going to take you to the pool on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's it's all kind of planned planned in. Yeah, I'm going to on a on a Wednesday, Tuesday, help the missus with doing, doing the washing. Like I'll do all the clothes and just little things like that that you plug in makes much life more enjoyable for all of us because we've got time to do things together on the weekends as well now, rather than worrying about other, other things. Yeah, or catching yeah. up on things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 unreal, man. Like we we need to get back closer to reality aims, not further away. So this whole yeah. and this whole metaverse thing that are fucking apparently is happening with from Facebook to create these augmented realities and people just you know plug in and forget what the real world's like because yeah. they're not happy with it. That's that's insane, man. Like, but this is what people don't realize. It's a it's almost a bit of a tiptoe approach. And I'm not saying all technology is bad, but I look at the conditioning of television. I'm like, man, it, it pulls you in. Like, like I loved watching the um, Marvel, uh, the cinematic universe. Like that, that was epic. Like that was, and I like sci-fi as naturally, you know, yeah. I've always been amazed by astronomy stars and all that sort of stuff. But I look at that and after I watched the last episode of, and, and everything happens, or the last movie, I was so fucking depressed, man. I was deflated. I was like, Fuck, that was like 23 hours. I don't know how many movies there are. It was probably about that. Um, it was like 23 to 28 hours of my life. I'll never get back to. It showed me all these impossibilities that I could never fucking do. Like, is that really inspiring? Yes. <laughs> flying around with, with rockets on my hands and, and crazy powers and magical gemstones. are like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and I love Vikings. It's an awesome thing. And I enjoyed Game of Thrones. And I enjoyed those things at the stage of my life that I was at. But now I'm just like... Like it's crazy. My old man calls it the idiot box, but he's been saying that for thirty years now. But he still watches TV. I'm like, yeah, on, right. <laughs> oh, sometimes I just need to be a zombie. Like he he admits it. He owns it. I'm like, 
Yeah. You're not trying hard enough, pa. Like you got to fucking get up and get more active and more physically healthier. And anyway, you know, that's yeah. my old man. And um, <laughs> he's an old bull, but he's, he, he has his vices. And I look at that, I'm like, well, I don't want to take that gamble aims because yeah, there, there, there could be. There could be an accident. Like, mate, I might only live to be 47 years of age. I might only live to be 51. I don't know, man. And no, none of you guys listen to this. You don't fucking know either. Like, time's finite and life is temporary. You've got no idea. It could be six months. It could be yeah. 12 years. I've got I've got mates who've survived, but uh, they had bowel cancer. Like, who the fuck talks about that? Yeah. Mm. And crazy, man. But, um, yeah, you know, that's one thing I love about, uh, the presence that we bring whilst we use technology we, we leverage it to create the right ecosystem to be present and then to carry that through and like what you're saying there you know saying no to the television to so you can say yes to your son and and, and this is uh, it is priceless mm-hmm. stuff but i mean how have you I'd love to just get like what is your thoughts on the trouble like, how have you found your journey with us so far like i remember you were running and now you can run five yeah. days a good time and like I'd, I'd love for you to just share like how this has helped or improved your life and what you what you really enjoy most about um you know about the tribe mate and what we do oh um <clears throat> keep it now, to six this, hours this or less is, this is where we this is where we go to full uh, <laughs> just let me put my timer on here Al. Um. <laughs> look lock lock the doors we've only got six hours left six hours to go um i um i'm sorry i um look i yeah look i joined joined kind of february um and i think roadmap and everything like that was done by the end of feb um and i just had kind of immediate immediate changes i'd have to say uh just yeah, I suppose it's a domino effect. It's doing small things every day that, you know, from where I was to where I am now, like simple things such as when I joined up, you know, I remember Adam saying, oh, mate, don't worry about trying to do everything. Just do one thing at a time. And he kind of kept me really centralised. So, okay, just, you know, you know, follow the roadmap eat what we've kind of suggested for you to eat you know and i was pleasantly surprised because it's not a diet it's actually eat heaps of food you know which is which is awesome and i, I wasn't eating enough i was thinking i've got to drop weight so i was having a piece of toast for brekkie and that was it and not trying to eat much during the day and straight away it's like oh, get your eggs get your bacon do this do that and that was you know great so i um uh followed some simple techniques of you know just the, the 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 simple things of get your gear ready before the next day. Um, so you, when you wake up, you can just grab it and put it on. Like such a simple thing, but it used to put me off waking up early because I've got to get up. I'm going to find my clothes to wear. Like just organise it the night before. You know how simple is that to, to do? Um, and set set the alarm a bit earlier and, and go to bed earlier. So the whole you know sleep when you die thing started changing for me. It's like nah, sleep to live. You know, I want to sleep to live here. So, and that's all taught from the from the tribe. I, I, so I started waking up early. I think one of the biggest changes when I asked my, my wife, you know, what's what, what's changed since February when I when I you're like you wake up early now, you don't sleep on the weekends, you know. Um, and that was where I found time to actually do stuff for myself in the morning. So now I do get up at five forty five or six o'clock in the morning, which I would get up at six thirty and have a piece of toast and I'll be straight to work. I thought if I'm up early, I've got to go to work because I'm busy, you know, but I put that into myself now. That's my, my own time. So still work hard, but uh, that, that was a big change for me. And 
the other thing that we do in the tribe is is the journals and the journaling and how magnificent that that is to actually sit down on a weekend and I and we do our temples and we write what we've achieved for the week and look back over the week and then work out what we're going to do for the next week. So that started just getting me aligned and because we actually do right you know as part of being an rdm what are our goals in 12 months what do we want to do in 12 months time in three months time in six months time and i, and I still refer to those things and i go back and look at it now i go oh my god i've done a lot of that i feel like i'm at a i'm at a new new base now from where i was because like i said you know i i actually kept up with the walking and i was scared to do the workouts because i'm like oh the walking's got me back into being fit oh, i don't want to do the workouts i'm worried I'll, I'll drop off my walking and i remember the guys like swaney and, and the guys and the coaches you guys have got around you you know just going mate just just try one or two it's good for you as well now i love the workouts as well and literally today i got my 250th kind of workout um award wow. kind of came up on on hbf which was quite amazing that it happened today you know um so, so, so those type of things, you know, I keep a really structured week um, and that helps me, the journaling and waking up early and putting into HBF and I uh, couldn't run. And, and the goal setting that you guys kind of talk about so, and, and being with the tribe and the other guys in the, in the tribe, you know, they, they say it like people, people are fuel, you know, and if you surround yourself with positive people, that's what the tribe is. It's just fuel for motivation for each other. And I started uh, literally... I reckon running 2.5 k's in an hour. I reckon, and I was buggered, um, you know. And that was a minute run and probably five minute walking, you know, type of thing. So, I um, I was not a runner at all. But seeing some of the other guys just kind of doing running and the times they're achieving, I thought, no, I want to be like 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 that. I want to get get to that level. And I, I remember, uh, yeah, you, you said a couple of times, "Come on, Ames, make that damn bloody bridge." Because I used to take a picture of a bridge I was I was trying to run to, which was probably four kilometers, and I wanted to do that all in one go. And I, you know, I'd stop after a K and walk, and then I'd stop after two K and walk, and eventually, after I think it was four months, I, I got to that bridge and I got over it. And I remember putting a post up to, to the guys on our, on our group, and I was like Rocky Balboa with the hands above the head, and I've done it, you know, guys, I've, I've done it. And the amount of support and feedback I got from everyone was was amazing too, you know, like well done, you've been trying that. The guys have been seeing me do it, so so, so that interaction with, with all the guys was was awesome. And yeah, I'm happy to say I I now can run. You know, uh, I, I started trying to do thir- under 30 minutes for 5k and. Troy, Troy Bosch up here, him and I were doing the same times and we kind of inspired each other and we're having a bit of a race to 30. But it's all, you know, it's you, know, you see Stabs running and Cam McClemon and all these guys, you know, on there you know, put, putting things up and and um, that motivates you. And um, I'm happy to say kind of now I'm doing 5K in 26, 26 minutes and I've set my, <laughs> yeah, which I'm just, Amazing, yeah, yeah, really, really can't, can't, I still can't believe I'm saying it, Alan. It was just from, the small things, though, every week, you know, doing a run, doing a run, doing a run, just getting better, getting stronger, getting fitter. The, the consistent things every, every every week got me. There was nothing big, no really hard kind of training. It was just doing those consistent training things every week. And now I go, yeah, 26, 20, and I've set myself a new goal. I want to run under 25 minutes and I want to run uh, one hour and do 10K. So that's my kind of new, new, new goal that I've got for that but um mm. you know it's 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 everything about um rdm you know i i track my my nutrition 
now. I um, never used to do that before as well. And it's not something you guys ask us to do, but it's just something that I want to do now because I kind of, as a, if we talk dominoes, I kind of knocked off waking up early. I knocked off my sleeping habits. I knocked off getting up early now. I knocked off kind of running. And slowly but surely, you start kind of adding these things on. And I go, now I really do watch my nutrition, what I eat. And I, I always wanted to know, you know, how many proteins do I have and how many carbohydrates and how much fat should I have. And now I can know those type of things, which I never knew before. And that was always a confusion for me when I was trying to get fit. Well, what do I eat? What should I eat? How much, you know, do I just not do any breads and pastas? But no, you can. It's all about that balance for the week. So the learning and the knowledge that you guys give us as well um, helps us so much. You know, um, the 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 sleep, the sleeping um, it really is great as well, and and breathing and things like doing breathing. Like I never thought how important just. Breathing in and breathing out is like, and doing it twenty or thirty times. It's, it's. Um, yeah, you know, we have challenges in the tribe, and yeah, you know, even recently we, we had this one where for one week, you know, you kind of had to get up and you do your breathing, twenty breaths, and kind of having a five hundred ml of water or a, or a mojo or whatever, and we do that for a week, and then you have guys now every day instead of saying hashtag rise to win, it's Hashtag rise to win. I've done my mojo. I've had. I've done my breathing, and it's become habit for so many guys. And I think that just that exemplifies what RDM is about. Like we just do small things, or we have a small challenge, and then they end up just becoming habit, and we're all better off for for it. But they're just simple, simple things. Yeah, yeah. it's unreal, isn't it, man? Like that's the um and uh, great great shares there, but that that's the value in, in in where it lies. You know, having things like your breath work, having these. These fundamentals, I say earn the right to play aims. Like when you're doing this stuff, you're you're basically earning the right to go out and perform. And and who wouldn't want that? Perform at a higher level. Or, or like the other yeah. podcast I did, a structure equals freedom. Like when you get this structure together, fucking game on, mate. Like you you cannot sit there and tell me that the pure physiology and, and mechanics of two and a half Ks one hour and five Ks in nearly twenty five, which is almost twelve Ks an hour, that's a good pace, man. Um yeah. You can't tell me the pure physics of that and then the mental resilience, um, self-esteem and confidence would not carry through to your family life, playing with your young bloke, with the missus, with your work. Like it, it must go through everywhere, mate, when you've got that sort of achievement and that and that separation between where you've come from and where you are now. Yeah, it, it does. I, I, the, the confidence, I've always been pretty pretty confident, but even more so now. It's, and it comes from energy. It comes from purely I just have energy because I remember before I joined RDM, like I, even to talk to someone at night on the phone, I, was like, I don't have the energy to talk, you know. Now I could talk for four hours, as I said. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it comes from that energy and, and even people at work notice it. They're like, oh, you, you know, you, you, you look-wise, look you're different. And I have lost, you know, I think around I've lost three belt buckles around my waist, you know, even though my weight's come down from 87 and a half kilos to 80 kilos now and um, my belt my waist size because you guys talk about you had to do measurements every now and then and so I think my waist was 105 centimeters the last measurement a few weeks ago was uh, 95 centimeters so 10 whole centimeters around my waist has come off too and I think that confidence is, is in me when I go to work and what I do and 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 um, even just with things like the journaling, it makes me so focused. So that's the other thing, I suppose, is the focus. 
focus that we put into certain things and just not wasting time doing other stuff that doesn't mean anything. You know, as you say, put the, the Polito principle, yeah, but the, the 20% that gives you the 80% return is, is what I do now. And so at work, I'm, I'm, I really am, I suppose, that confidence of, you know, oh, oh, just yeah, I know what I I know what I need to work on, and I put everything else to the side. So even simple things like our our meetings, I block out my time in the morning. That's my time, and I'll knock off what I want to. Everything else is in the afternoon. And you can come and grab me if you need to. But during that morning time, if I know there's meetings coming up, I, I can get all the answers or get other people to think for themselves, and they come up with the answers by the afternoon. We don't need to have the meeting. So it's kind of those simple principles. But it is that focus on a Sunday where I sit down and I I sit in this room and I'm kind of looking at what's on for the week, and I, I look at my family time, I look at myself, and I look at the service, and I, and I plot all that out. And um, just, um, yeah, it makes life so much easier. And, and especially with family too, that, that confidence and that energy that I have, like we, yeah, it's, it's changed heaps our, our time together as a family. Like it's always been good, but it's like a next, next kind of level. Our, like we play out in the backyard, you know, daylight savings. We're, we're always kind of outside. I take my son to the pool a few nights a week. I'm helping the missus out more. We, we schedule in honey and ants some time as you talk about, talk about it, which, you know, when, when I, when I, you know, we used to spend a lot of time together, but it was as a family unit, but it is important just, you know, my wife and myself kind of going out for a meal and having that one-on-one time, which a lot of dads probably understand and, and, and don't get because, you know, we're, we're all together. We're, we've all got a family and, 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 and surrounding yourself with the tribe and because we're all dads and because we've all got kids, you know, it's, you see a guy that's just had another baby, good old Shawnee, you know, and he posts, oh, guys, I'm pretty tired and I'm, I'm a bit flat, I haven't been getting much sleep. And then all the guys that we've, we've been through that, you know, have the messages come through to him, mate, don't worry, you know, you know it, it's just short term, you, you'll get through it, mate, and, and uh, it won't last forever and, and whatnot. So it's, it's having that, that whole network of support with, with the guys as well that you don't get anywhere else. Like um, I've been in gyms before. I've I've done um, work work. You know, been with personal trainers and whatnot. But you just kind of rock up. You do your exercise. They tell you what to do, and you go. Whereas this is really like just doing doing weights, doing uh, being involved with a group of like minded guys that all want to improve, guided by you and 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 the coaches. Um, it's a one stop shop for everything, mate. Like I don't need to go to um a gym or, or or anything really because i can text swaney and swaney will tell me okay there's an exercise if you don't want to do this exercise you can you can do this other one or if you've got an injury you can you can ask him what's the best way to resolve it um you keep everyone aligned we've got the tribe to motivate us all we've got all the sessions that we do during the week as well the the midweek missions that we we hear things from um other guys that um uh that that just little nuggets that you know you can jump on there oh that sounds good you know i might might try to do do that as well so yeah yeah yeah, sensational um, yeah the, the biggest takeaway i've gotten from everything you said just their names is um I think you should just do all my Facebook ads from now on, mate, and I'll just kick back and you can fuck it. You, you can just present to the, uh, Anytime the other now, four Anytime. or five or six, uh, six million dads in Australia. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, it's, it's – I mean, obviously you guys can he, can hear it and see it, that the tribe is what it is because of genuine men like you, Ames. You know, the energy you bring, um, you know, and, and being a, a stand-up leader in the tribe, it, it – 
it's it's pretty special, man, that we have these guys. It's it's just like the yeah. the free group I have. You know, it's a, it's a no dickhead policy. Like it's it's that simple. And uh, yeah. when you have that, you have a strong bond. You have you have a strong connection with the men. They're all on the same page, like you said, and, and looking to improve their lives and. And the results are—they just compound. I mean, what it's was it been like six, seven, nine, eight, nine, nearly nine months you've been with us now, and it's just yeah, epic. Nice. Like some, we get some guys who are bigger fellas and they lose more weight. We get some guys who put muscle on. It doesn't matter. It's a byproduct of your standards of having more energy that needs to be specific to your body and mind and what you need to do to perform in life. I mean, that's that's what we do, man. We we are. I, mean, I don't know if I'm a fan of the word or not yet, but we're essentially gamifying the process. It's like let's make it competitive, like what we're tracking with the my zone, with the sleep, how, yeah. we, how we make sure we set those markers, building our habits. We're, we're essentially tapping into the competitive drive of men to be successful and win in what is the hardest but also greatest thing ever, which is which is the game of life. And, um, you know, I, I'd know maybe maybe the answer is the reverse of everything we do. I don't know. But I'm, just, I'm always open to guys like yourself who come on board and share some wisdom what is what is the challenge you see most men in their forties facing? Like most most middle aged men, what what are the biggest problems or pitfalls? Because you might have a few mates or associates as well. Maybe not that we're here to name drop or hack shit on anyone, but like what what do you find is the biggest challenge or problems that or are the biggest problems that that men face? Um, you know, today and as they're heading where they fall down. Yeah, look, I think it's it is that habit the the good habits, Al. I think they fall away, like. You know, yeah, I know guys around my age and friends and that that they they put a lot of effort into service and you know for the family and I think a lot of guys you know I work I work for the family and that's what I do I bring in that bring in the money but and they they know that they they they'll probably like me you know they know that they need to get a bit fitter and they start putting on a bit of bit of weight and they could have health concerns kind of down down the track because it's a slow kind of build up but they're okay they they kind of go I'm okay you know I can still go out and have a meal and do whatever but I, I think they've forgotten about that the, the great energy that you can have even more so when you are when you are fit because even though RDM is not not it is fitness and and that's the first you know one of our first key pillars but it's um I think a lot of guys are just like comfortable with where they're at and I, I don't know what it is Al, if it's like they they don't want to put in the effort or they just it's it, it's getting they need to get out of that habit and they've got to want to change I think. That's the biggest thing. Like they're just they've got to want to do it. They might say that they want to, and I know I did for a long time. I want to want to get fit. I want to get better, but I didn't really want to until I really was. I really needed needed to, and I think that is um, that's the problem. They're just kind of satisfied. Okay, now I'm okay, but in the back of their head, they know they know that they want to get fitter. They oh, a bit of a tummy is coming up here. I'm lacking a bit of energy, and I'm tired all the time, and I'm just working and not feeling the best. I can't put on the shirts that I want to put on. I've got to put on these bigger ones and all this type of stuff. You know, it's um, that's got to yeah make that call and go. No, I've got to do this for myself. You know, maybe the information isn't out there. Maybe they haven't. Yeah, had an arty. Have you pop up on Facebook yet? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's always like that. Yeah, I wanted to change for a long time, you know, and I didn't know where to go. I don't want to go personal trainer because it doesn't work for me. You know, it, it works for a little while and drops off. I don't want to follow a diet because I know it drops off. So I was looking for something, and I was so glad I found found RDM. Yeah, it's it's hard too, isn't it? Because whether we, I, I don't know what terms you use, whether it's sweep things under the rug or you know thinking she'll she'll be right or one day I'll get around to it or I've still got more time or things aren't that bad or like trying to 
isn't it crazy, you know, like we, we give ourselves shit for, for a lot of different things and we don't give ourselves a pat on the back, but then we also justify a level of acceptance on certain areas where we know we can improve or be more. Or maybe they have forgotten, man. Maybe people mm. do forget because it's been a while and that's just the norm. I remember guys yeah. saying that to me, like, this is just like drinking alcohol every night and waking up feeling like shit. Well, it's actually just normal now. Like, yeah. so it's not, I, I didn't, I don't know it's bad because it's just, yeah, that, that just is what it's, it's familiar. So, so it becomes, yeah. um, the way it is and it's it's crazy because what you're doing is building layers every year of your life aims which is just going to set you up completely for the second half and guys don't recognize how amazing that is because if you do it properly you don't need to get the complete end result you can actually enjoy the process yeah there's up and downs but you actually enjoy the process and that's the real that's the real destination man that's the type of journey we have and on the flip side guys will consistently turn themselves to shit and you know it's um it's fascinating man like guys will consistently pull themselves down bit by bit like we had one of our guys who when we did the maths he put on like 40 kilos over 18 years it ended up being like a 40 gram fucking chocolate bar like every every (laughs) every um every month but then that over 18 years became yeah i think he put on like 48 kilos or something insane but people will consistently you know, destroy themselves over time, but yet when it comes to the flip side, they're not willing to consistently build back yes. you know, bit by bit. It's fascinating, man. No, but, um, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, just, just on, on, on that out, like the, the journey as well, like enjoying the journey and not the destination because I think a lot of guys as well go, they, they set themselves goals and probably there's other guys out there that go, look, look I want to lose this amount of weight or I want to hit this target. They hit it and then they just go back to what they were doing before. And I was like that too. I'd hit a target. Cool. And slowly but surely I just dropped back to where I was before. Whereas, you know, now it's about the journey. Like, so yes, I've got my goals and I set my goals, but immediately when I hit it, okay, what's my next one? You know, I, I want to continue the journey, the journey now and not just, oh, great, I've hit, I've hit this target. And, you know, if you're a bit sick or if you're a bit down, you'll get a call from, you know, Maddie Bennett or Benny Henry. He seems to talk to everyone, but um, you get, <laughs> you, you'll get a call from the guys, hey, mate, you know, you haven't been on the, the group for a bit, you're right. You know, and that just motivates you too. I've been sick a few times and I'm like, oh, how am I going to get? back into it. I remember one, you know, Maddie Henry just um, Maddie Bennett just going, mate, j- just start off with walking and then reset on Sunday for the weekly temple, work out what you want to do and and get back into it slowly. And having that support around you as well. But the journey is 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 what I'm really loving now. Not not even the destination, if that makes sense. But I've got the goals, but just loving yeah. every day, just do, doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're good goals. Some of the physical ones like you you need to be able to measure it. And when you measure it, you know, you can master it aims. You know, that's a, um, one of my mates said uh, today. And I was like, yeah, that's a good, it's a good saying. I can't remember exactly what he said. But he's like, if you can't, no, what did he say? If you can't measure it, you can't master it. I was like, fuck, that's a good, I like that. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you have these little, these, these little targets, it's almost like this isn't my A to Z hour because Z doesn't exist. Like I'm going to paint a picture and get towards, you know, J, K or L, and then once I hit that, it's like that 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 tablet or that that, that poster's gone. I've written it. I'm like, ah, that poster's sort of gone now. Like what you said with the force yes. method, I've got to do another one. So it's like, all right, here's my A to Z again, and my A on this piece of paper is better than the L on the last bit of paper. But then when I get to that sort of J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, I'm like, ah, yeah, but I, I think I can get further than that Z. Yeah, honestly, man, like that's what it, that's what I feel like it's become. Even for myself, with our journey, what we're doing, like 
it's no secret, man, that I'm incredibly fucking ambitious to serve men and have and have a a a place that becomes our sanctuary, or we we I call yeah. it, you know, we call it the RDM Ranch. Yeah. And I want to get a ranch in every state in the country for men and fathers to reconnect to themselves, and also to have special programs where they can bring their families as well off the grid and reconnect with each other. And ah, oh, mate, that's that's just gonna be fucking mm, life changing for anyone involved, you know. And if, if if I didn't set that as a long as a medium to long term goal, it's definitely a goal to have. Um, have one before 2025 um, and then one to two fully operational by 2030, then I wouldn't back, go back down into the micro and really work hard to go, okay, cool. I want to make sure that Amesbury, these sets of guys who came here at the six-month mark have achieved that, these guys. And so I zoom straight back in and go, okay, what do I need to do for these guys to get them here, here, here? Bang, here's our new program. Bang, here's my zone. This is how we're going to track sleepers. And, and guys look back and be like, especially the coaches, I feel sorry for it, man. They're like, fucking hell out. We've just fucking nailed something and then we're, yeah, we're upgrading again. It's not that we throw it out. It's just like oh, we're fucking improving it again and yes. again and again. Yeah. But, um, what's the alternative, though, man? You know. That's it. Yeah. No, that's that, that's right. You know. Um, someone asked me how I am today, and I said, "No, I'm good." What's the alternative? You know. <laughs> yeah. what, you, what you say, you know. But you know, and when I joined, when I looked at my year goal, it was. Yeah, you know, it was a simple goal. I just wanted to have energy to play for my son, you know. And and now I do. Now he's the one that wants if we play footy in the backyard. He's like, Dad, can we have the halftime break now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's not me that wants the halftime break, you know. So it was a simple goal, and I've achieved that now. So I am looking at, yeah, what is what is the next step? What can I what can I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's all, it's awesome, man. Um, what what have you? I guess what have you taken? Because this is this is the thing for guys when it comes to um, the relationships. They all start with yourself. Like you guys out there listening to this or watching it, uh, the greatest relationship is a relationship with yourself first. But then it has a ripple effect out to everyone. And I think there's 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 probably an equal weighting with with your wife, but just as importantly, if not more, in a different way, man, our children. Like they're the ones who pass on, you know. They carry the torch aims. Like at, at some stage, yes, it's 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 our kingdom. We are the kings of that, and and they may, you know, um, be part of that for a long period of time. But at some stage, whether we're dead or not, or dying or about to die, we, we've got to pass the torch, man. And what, what have you used from what we've shown and taught you and worked through and built together for the the upgraded version of aims, like? What what have you used on, on your son? Or what, what what have you taken from what we do, mate, to to apply to the young bloke and, and have done with him to you know help him on his journey, even yeah. at the age he's at? Like, what are some yeah. of the things that you've you've done? Uh, well, yeah, he's he's six years old, Al, and um, he um, he watches everything I do, you know, like like uh, young kids do, yeah. And um, I suppose before ADM. To be like dad would have been watching TV and having a sleep in the afternoon, as I've mentioned, you know. Now he um, uh, <laughs> he sees me doing workouts. He, he wakes up and I'm kind of near the end of a workout doing push-ups and things like that. He'll be inside. He's got his own app now and he'll be doing star jumps. He'll be doing, you know, weights, doing push-ups. He'll come outside and do it with me sometimes, you know. He wants to be like me. You know, when when I open up a jar, because my missus might not be able to open a jar, and he's, oh, I open up, oh, Dad, look at your RDM muscles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So every now and then I'll blow my mouth, okay, and I'll open it. RDM muscles, here we go, mate. You know, <laughs> but he, yeah, he watches everything. He even, you know, not 
that he needs it, but he's because I, I, I use my fitness pal as an app for tracking my food and calories. He, he wants to do it too. So I think it's more I'll let him do it on another app because just so he can top things out. It doesn't matter what he eats, he eats mm. anything, you know, but on his one it'll be a Kit Kat here or this, that, or whatever it is. But he, he he's just it's looking tracking I'm so yeah. mate, I'm so proud like that he's watching me. I just want to be like that. And I want to get big, I want to get strong and you know, I, I I don't know if it's if it's yeah. I've actually got here like we, we had a session with with Rick Rick Crowley, but yeah, another thing in ADM. You organise these amazing sessions, Al, and I kind of brought this letter tonight. Just to, it's, it's something that in that session we had to write something from you know, yeah from someone share, man. yeah as if as if you know we were uh, as if we'd passed away. And what would my son say at, at, at my funeral? You know and. And um, I just thought it was, it was something I wanted to share, you know, and, and basically the letter, we, I'll just do snippets of it, but, you know, thank you, Dad, for teaching me how to play sport, to fix things, cooking, laughing, telling jokes, being a great friend to others and to always make me feel loved. Never did I feel I could not go to you for anything. Yeah, you always made yourself available to me and supported me in everything I did. And you taught me manners. You also taught me to respect myself and make decisions for myself and not to always follow the crowd. You watch me play sports. So whenever I achieve something, I'd look up to you first in the crowd um, because of all the games and practice we'd play in the backyard together. You taught me how to be a great dad, the way you you and mum, uh, you treated mum and how you guys both enjoyed life. You know, I couldn't have asked for a better dad. I miss you so much. You taught me to always enjoy life and to always grow as a person and you know then we had to write five things what would he thank me for and yeah simple things out like dad thank you for always loving me thank you for always helping me when i needed help thank you for giving me the opportunity to have a great life and, and being so funny and always giving me a hug or having a joke to say and and being a great barbecue cook because he loves my barbecue so <laughs> it's it was you know something when when we did that session i wrote that like i was just Nine months ago, out, I wouldn't have been able to even write this this letter. Um, I wouldn't have known what to write because I wasn't being an example for him. And now, now I feel like I, I really am. As he, he wants to do what I'm doing, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's very special, man. Being being his hero, and you know, it's it's something I openly share with the tribe. That that is my goal to never not be the hero to my children regardless of age, you know. I want them to look up and go, fuck, look what that 70-year-old's doing when they're in their 40s and, and be inspired um, because I'm still challenging them genuinely and building and mm-hmm. developing myself and, and leading and guiding and supporting. Like I'm not here just to, you know, always just be this fearless leader to my children and helping them blossom, grow their wings. But um, I remember that session with Rick, mate. Actually, since you mentioned that, it makes me want to read mine. I don't have them on me, but I, I will um, – they must be in the office. It was really special that session. Like you, oh, you awesome. can't. Yeah, like like you guys listening to this, it's not. It it doesn't work. Like Rick, Rick's a, a world class leader with with vision work, and and we brought him in as a special guest, and he's a champion of a bloke. But you, you can't just sit down and write it. You need to be in a specific state and work through mm-hmm. some exercises. But essentially. Yeah, having even just thinking and, and reflecting over that. Okay, I'm dead. Imagine I'm a I'm a ghost or a spirit just looking over my funeral. It's like, yeah, fuck. What are they saying about me? What What are the greatest things they're saying? What What have I achieved? What have I shown them? What have I passed down because I'm no longer physically here? But uh, the physical is just a 
a representation of the shell that carries the energy aims. Like you said, it's, it's all energy, man. Like it really is. Um, yeah, that was, that was a deep session, man. And it, um, you know, a few of us got a little bit like, you know, yeah. like <laughs> not, not, not the, way, the, the manly men holding back tears. <laughs> not, not like that, but it was just like, oh, wow, this, it, it caught me a little bit. Like I, I got um, a little bit water in the eyes. I was like, shit, man, this is, it was real because you started to see, you know, that, that, that day will come. One day it will be our last day. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're probably, you know, maybe we're blessed if we know when that day comes. Maybe we're not. Depends on the circumstance, I guess. But, um, but yeah, mate, that, that's pretty special, it's, Ames. Like when, when you're yeah. looking at yeah, what, what you're giving your son at six, even the tracking, doesn't matter if it's the wrong food. Like you're building. See, with the habits, the specifics of the habit can change, but the action itself, um, so the specifics of the action can change. But the the, the protocol, the understanding the development, uh, he's going to be a little weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he will be, mate. Yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, he, he's doing like he, he's got two kilogram weights that he, that he does. Yeah, and he bumps it, bumps it, bumps it, and, and then he'll come into the backyard. Look, Dad, I'm strong, man. He'll, he'll, I'll pretend I'm falling backwards if you have a little muck around wrestle and things like, oh, stop doing those weights, mate, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, mate. Yeah, yeah. Weight, yeah. Weights are so good for kids, you know, like it it really is. Um, yeah, of course, do, do it properly and all this stuff and build technique, but essentially, yeah. you know, how much does a young bloke weigh? Oh, he's uh, probably 22 kilos now, yeah. You know, so if he's doing push-ups, you take about 70% because um, some's taken through the legs. So he's essentially pressing through his chest, you know. 17 yeah. kilos so of course you can lift a couple of kilos like people talk about growth stunning growth i mean fuck mate i'm six foot four and, and 110 kilos didn't stunt my growth um yeah yeah it did weights at a young age but it it's so good because when i see even roman pick up a half kilo weight yeah, like, I've seen, yes. throwing it around i'm like man this guy's and he grabs my protein shaker and he's trying to drink it i'm like holy shit like they just <laughs> they absorb so much they're watching when oh. you're not even watching them watch you like yeah I think that makes sense. Like they, 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 it you does, don't even yeah. know they're watching. You don't even know what they're watching, sorry, or what yes. they're taking in. Um, yeah. It's one of the greatest things ever, man. Like it's why we it's why we hammer home, like fellas listening, it's why we hammer home relationships and connection and stability for their household, your wife, whether you're married or not, but, you know, um, whether you have a partner or not, having loved ones around you and stability in the environment, like you need to be able to look your children in the eyes and say, yes, I'm giving you the best, like, you are getting the best. Yeah, I am the best for you. Yes, that's. It's is is it pride maybe, but um, is it justified if you're actually backing it up and making it truth? Of course, like it's 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 love, it's leadership, man. Um, not not that I put my children above my wife, but I I just I can't not look at a mames and go, you're not you're not getting you deserve more like it's mm. kills me man um I, I look at them i don't look at my children i go i'm the best but you know <laughs> what I mean? i'm fit man i'm giving my children the best i can you know i've, yeah. I've spent time with them every day i've got you know great energy and um yeah to the point where i, I still get tired but like you mentioned there's times when i want to rest i'm like oh daddy wants to rest and they'll just start jumping on me thinking i'm yeah. joking laughing I'm like <laughs> i'm tired man i've played with you guys for like seven hours and i didn't work out yeah. Like my weekends, my weekends, I'm exhausted, man. Yeah. Um, because I put so much into them, and then I do the Sunday charge up our coaching video. I'm like, oh man, Sunday, Sunday's one of the biggest days in a week. <laughs> Crazy, but um, they think I'm joking because I'm naturally always got some level yeah. of energy. But they're like, yeah, nah, 
just laugh. I'm like, oh man, I've I've been I've been wearing all three of you down for fucking five yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, three against one. Yeah, <laughs> I've just got one. I don't know how you do it. That's <laughs> uh, nah, you know, they, they they work with each other really well. But uh, but I'm 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 glad and grateful that I you know as tempting as it is at times, man. Yeah, we teach them technology. It's, it is a part of life, but we um. Yeah, mate. I've never had them sitting in front of the TV for fucking five hours at a time, if you know what I mean. But yeah, um, yeah, man. What a what a journey, mate, so far. Yes. What do you? I know you talk about some of the goals you have and whatnot, but I guess as we slowly start to wind this up, man. Like, has anything crept in yet for twenty twenty two? Like, what does that look like for Ames, or, or what's what has this opened you up to now? You've got a, a new set of eyes. Like, what does that look yeah. like, man? Oh, our, um. Oh, I, I, like I said before, I feel like yeah, I'm at, at a new base uh, physically, so I'm excited to kind of see, okay, in 2022, like I said before, you know, how fast can I run 5K? I, I still got that as a go, and that's kind of something I do most most Sundays or every second Sunday now, and that it's just my little guiding light for my fitness in a way. I know that we've got so many other things that we track, but, you know, we're doing measurements and we've got body blitzes and, and all these other things that we do. But that for me is like, cool, I am, you know, I just see it. You know, I'm running faster, I'm running faster, I feel better. So, that, yeah, I'd like to run faster. Um, I want to do that uh, 10K under one hour physically and just get stronger and fitter, you know, do more bicep measurements. Hopefully they start going up as big as yours, mate, and the chest as big as yours. <laughs> um, you know, so physically it's consistent consistency, you know, um, and, and doing what I'm doing. Um, with the family, you know, we want to uh, – now with COVID, you know, COVID kind of finishing up and hopefully borders opening and we want to travel again and do something. So family is really we just want to organise a holiday. And something I suppose we haven't been that good at. Well, we, we work a lot. My wife kind of works as well. I'm looking after the young fella and, you know, kind of holidays come up and like, oh, let's have a holiday in two weeks on, let's do something. But, but I want to have something planned that we can look forward to, you know. So we definitely want to plan a holiday and I'll be putting it into my journal and I'll make sure that we do it type of thing. You know, and and having that honey and handsome time a bit more, like more regularly, once every two weeks or one one week if we can, and things like that. Um, and then work is, um, yeah, I've, I've got a lot of energy at work, more, more than I had before, and it, it's trying to get my team more efficient. So what I'm learning in RDM, I kind of teach my my guys as well. So I've got a team of people that work for me, and I just want to get them efficient and and hitting goals uh, and, and like um, what I've been doing, I suppose. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's. 2022 but i'm just loving the journey Al, as you can tell so you know i'm just every day and the tribe i can't talk enough just about the guys in, in the tribe they're so so motivating and it was something i suppose when i first joined up i'm like gee this guy Al, he seems pretty full on i don't know am i gonna be able to, am I gonna be able to do, do what he wants me to do but you don't you know, you want the best for everyone, you know, and you do bleed for the guys on the inside, as you say. Like, you give us everything. All the tools are there and with Swainy and Drew and, you know, all, all the, all the co- co- coaches, you know, um, especially, you know, Ken Levan, a world-class kind of nutrition coach. Like, he's come in now and we do these sessions during the week. Like, you guys give us the formula to work with and then the tribe just keeps us accountable, I suppose, in a way, you know, to doing those exercises. So, 
Um, I'm just really enjoying it. Like I've got friendships from it as well. You know, I've got guys that we call each other on the weekend now and say, they got guys up in Queensland and Sydney and, and everywhere else. And if they come to Melbourne, it's like, hey, James, if you can catch up, it'd be great. You know, there's no pressure. It's that whole, what we say in the tribe, you know, the share, but we don't compare. So we share stuff with each other and just motivates each other. It's a, it's an amazing place to be, mate. So 2022, I'm hoping to be there all the way 2022 to 2030, mate. I'm there for the journey, Al. Yeah. <laughs> the decade of dads, mate. It's, yeah, um, definitely. Certainly needed after a tough tough, um, tough start to the decade for, for a lot of men, mate. Been very, yeah. very volatile and unstable environment, you know, with yep. everything that's happened the last um, well, nearly two years, well, at least 18 months. Crazy. Um yeah, yeah it, it, it's guys like you that make a name. That, that's obviously a given, man. And and this is what I love. Uh, <clears throat> no one person's bigger than what we do here, including myself, mate. And you know, if if I had um, a group full of fucking deadbeats and we had no Amesbury's, mate, I would have packed this shit in ages ago, <laughs> mate, and, and gone about other things. Um, yeah. That's for sure. It's just it, it's such a strong message, man, because because of guys like yourself. But um, what, so. what a session, mate. I, I guess I'd love to. You know, the, every every father has the capacity to lead, and I love that every father on the inside is leading, which is why I guess I always like wrapping up our podcast with your advice. Like what, you know, if, if there's a father out there, you know, listening to this or watching this who is um, stuck or feeling like he's in, in a bit of a rut or struggling or he's aimed, this, this, this isn't a plug to join us, man. You don't need to say that. You've already, you've already said enough, man. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a sales pitch or a call to action? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what's what's yeah. your advice, man? Like you, you're becoming a statesman of, of of a high performance father. You know, family, self, and service, doing well, mastery in in habits, in in time and structure. And we all have a different way to. Um, you know, I love having a wide range. That's why I enjoy the podcast. But all of us have specific words, cues. We have a different way to mm. yeah, communicate value. What will well, be some advice? I guess one, maybe two, or a couple of key pointers or something you'd love to to give some guys out there to get to fucking get back on the horse, man, and and, and take control and charge of life again. Yeah, look, I, I suppose what I'd say, Al, is if I can just like, if there's a guy out there that was like me before I started. So if you're a guy that has put on a bit of weight and, and you know you want, want to lose it and you want to feel better, you want to do more for your family, you want to not, not do more, it's just actually having energy for your family and, and being involved and being present, like um, join up, join up. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I could talk to you. Not a plug, right? <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, look, it's, it's, if, if you if you want to do better, you know, if you want to be better and, and you, you don't know what to do and you don't, you know, if you've been in gyms before or if you've done these dad board challenges but you want something that's consistent and for life that will give you balance, uh, you know, the, the advice from me is, you know, join up. But also the other advice would be about saying join up is like get your sleep. You know, sleep is so important. Do not do what I was doing and thinking sleep is for when, I, when I'm dead. You know, it's not burning the candles on both ends. That's not going to help anyone. You've got to sleep is so – I've realised how important it is. Doing just walking, That if you're not doing anything, just start walking. Just start walking. Do, do, do that just 20 minutes a night in the day whenever you can at lunch. I go for walks at lunch now when I know I can't walk in the morning or at night. Do some walking. Eat the right food, but don't eat too much of it because I was eating the right food but eating too much. <laughs> but eat the right food, you know. Um, and um, yeah, like just be 
be present with your with your family and and try to set you. I mean, uh, for me, journaling is so important. Like if you can, and take some time to reflect on your week and just take some time to be by yourself and actually sit and think about where where do I want to go, what am I doing, and just putting it down in a plan for. It doesn't have to be six months a year. Just even if you say for next week I want to do this, but if you can have a goal down the track and then just break that down into okay, in six months if I can do this, in three months if I can do this, in one month I'll, I'll do this, and in one week I'll do this. So that means I need to do this daily. You know, it's it's those it's it. it it's it, it can be simple. It can be simple, and I think uh, consistency matters. And I think Winston Churchill had a great quote. You know, consist. I think it was continuous effort, not strength or intelligence, is the key to unlocking your potential. Yeah. Mm. So it's that effort. You know, and waking up with determination, get a bit of satisfaction. All those type of things. You know, I love mm. my quotes, Sal. So it is. Um, yeah, the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. So, all that <laughs> sort of thing. so that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think, yeah, just try, try to do that. Start with sleeping right and then you'll start getting some energy. If you want more energy, yeah, just do the basics. Do the simple things, yeah. Love it, man. The daily routines, sleep's critical. Writing, writing is powerful. It's yeah. why we do have those points in our journal. Um, you know, you can... Uh, you can never write as quickly as you think, so it forces you to slow down. Otherwise, you'll become incoherent. You'll be worse than a six-year-old, and you don't want that, right? So you're like, or a four-year-old who can't even draw. So you're like, okay, well, I have to slow down my thoughts. I got to stop. Yeah. Think about it again. Think about it in different words. What the fuck am I thinking about? Why am I thinking about that? Okay, mm. let's express that, and, let, and then they can dissolve it. Like it's, it's just hard, mate, because it's such a powerful thing that's as old as time. You know, writing, like a, a, yeah. The indigenous tribes here. What about some of the amazing artwork and stuff they've done, man, in caves yeah. and rocks? And that's insane. Like it's it's as old as time, man. And the hard part is it got so fucking commercialized between journaling and the word gratitude, it just got flogged to death. But it really is a powerful practice that can just, you know, um pull you into just writing a few lines, stopping the world, slowing everything down and and um being be present again. It really is. But um yeah it's, it's a powerful thing and and look i think and i appreciate you obviously promoting the tribe mate you are you are a champion but you know i, I think to sum it up because what went through my head i was like why why though like why why would you join like why would amesbury join why would anyone join why would these guys do it and what went through my head i don't know if i um can put it together right or not but when you when it came it started coming in when you spoke about um you know being bleeding for the tribe i was um I thought it just came to my head, and this is when I get these revelations and quotes when I, when I speak to, you know, guys like yourself. It's, it's so cool, mate. It was something like, if you can find if you can find something that is more connected to your greatest version than you currently are, fuck, you're onto a winner, man, because you've got someone who fucking believes in you more than you believe in yourself. Like, yeah. how could you? Like, that's what it is, Ames. I'll have to watch yeah. this on a replay and write that down. I think that's exactly what I want. I'm like, yeah. like who... Like if I didn't have that in the tribe, like I say, I want to get the RDM ranch, and I've got guys, mate, I've got guys sending me fucking pictures of land and different yes. different lots, and they're like, yeah. this one, Al, it's up at Inverell. This one down is in Victoria, Al. Like, and I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I haven't thought about the ranch for three weeks because I've been on this, this, and this, and here I go. I've just got a fucking picture from from Zach Mason, yeah, our, our launch yeah. coach, going, Al, here's one. Let's get it. Yeah. I'm like, so it's 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 critical, man. It it 
it's just exceptional when you see that. Mm. When when you say that, you're like, this is, or maybe extraordinary is the word, because it's it's very rare today, Ames. Everyone wants oh. a slice, right? Everyone wants to take something from you, even if it's your attention. You know, that like, like people say, what what's the cost? What's the cost of anything? Like your cost of your time, your energy, your attention. There's this cost everywhere, mate. Life is trades. Life is negotiations. It's and it's uh, mm. it, it's a. It's a crazy old world out there, man, where there's a lot of people who are, um, you know, trying to shank other people just to create yeah. the illusion of, of elevation. And um, I'm very proud of the tribe like that. And I, I haven't kicked many guys out, but I'm proud of that too because it's maintained the integrity of the group. And um, yeah, that's something I'll fight to the death for, man. Yeah, and the connection now, like, yeah, you connected to me in the ads, you know, at the very start. So, and and within the within the group, the, the connection of every guy, because we're all on the same path. We're all wanting to improve ourselves. So we are all connected. Like I was talking to Stabs the other day, and um, one of the other guys in the group, and we we're just saying it's funny. You feel like you can tell the guys in this group that you may not have even met physically in, in real life, but you feel like you could tell them some, some of your most personal things um, more than mates that you've known for thirty years, because we're just all on the same kind of wavelength. Yeah, it's it's about that wavelength. We're all on the same. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Definitely. cow man, other than cow man, maybe, but <laughs> he's, he's something else, man. I thought I could talk or talk quickly. He's beats me for dead, man. You could play me at two X, yeah. and I wouldn't be as fast as cow man. Um, yeah, definitely, mate. Alignment—that's why it's the first pillar, mate. That's very important for me uh, in all areas yeah. of life, being being aligned. But awesome, awesome episode, Ames. I've really enjoyed yeah. this, mate. I, I hope you've gotten as much enjoyment Thanks, and values yeah. as I have, mate. Um, and for those listening or watching. I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this. I really enjoy seeing the other fathers share their stories. I'm not on how successful they are. We we know what we do works, so it works incredibly well. It's just going, hey, man, here's a guy you can connect to. And, and listening to Amesbury today, you know what? It might improve your life 3% because you'll change your morning routine or you will watch your sleep you know, or you'll spend time with the kids or you'll create a habit and you'll show your kids your habit. Like that, that's what I love, you know, and sometimes there are emails reaching out going, fucking this episode with this bloke was amazing and I've never met this bloke before. And like some, we, we get a lot of, um, and, and, and thank you guys obviously who reach out and, and um, send us messages and whatnot and enjoy the, sh- the shows that we do. But it's really cool having you on, Ames. I, yeah, I, get, um, I, love I get more value out of this stuff that I do doing my ones individually because it's just, it's, it's like you said, it's connection, man. Um, awesome stuff. Hope you guys enjoy Thanks, this. Um, Make sure you dive on into more episodes and, and get those golden nuggets if you need to listen to this again of what, what Ames was sharing in his story, his amazing success and where he keeps going. And uh, above all else, yeah, take those nuggets and, and run with them, man. Take action and, and it's, it's never it's never too late to start improving your life with, with the right habits, the right actions, especially with guys like Ames who shares their story. Thanks, mate. No, thanks, Al. Cheers, mate. Oh, man. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll press I'll press record now, Ames. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> You forgot to press it. Okay. Forgot to press I'm ready record. To go. Let me go Good. get some mojo. I'll just start it. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have my night rider. I'd be fucking cooked. I'd be like, you got 10 minutes, Ames. Uh, thanks, Al. Thanks. Oh, uh, that was good, mate. 1,000 minutes a day. It's a lot. But when you're wasted on shit that doesn't serve you or move yourself or your family forward, you are bleeding the most valuable resource that you and I never get back. How much time do you think you have? And how much quality do you think you've had? Don't be a fool like the masses, thinking you'll cheat the system or get round to it one day or worse. Just accepting life and sinking back into a slumber of regret. This is your moment, your time. You're cut from a different cloth. You have the hunger and desire to be more and live more. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. So stand up, 
Find the golden nuggets in this episode you just listened to and align immediate action with them and where you want to go. You are worthy. This is your life. You are the king. And this is your kingdom. Now go and claim it by showing, not telling. And be the real leader you and I both know you were born to be.